Over after you won that turf war with my sister Quay and my little nephew Kaka died. But that was just the beginning, nigga. 3B projects for life. Fuck y'all kinky ass niggas. Shoot a nigga with good hair on a Friday and then turn up with his brother on a Monday. Rock Womb! No! Raquam! Raquam, breathe, nigga. Breathe. You promised we wasn't gonna be on the statistic, man. You promised your baby mother you was gonna leave her like you left your other baby mother's man. Raquam! Raquam! No! Oh. oh shit, they coming back! They mad petty! Run, y'all! Oh, oh shit! Oh, shit. I, I gotta go, Raquan! Wait, I'm alive! R.I.P. nigga! Uh, I'm alive! I'm alive! Uh, nigga, come back! I know you heard me! Shit! Hey, Raquan! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You alive! <sighs> Alright, nigga, get up! We gotta go! Nah, nigga. I'm not gonna make it. But before you go, what is all this noise out? Oh my God! I just, I just wanted to tell you, yo. Ever since you joined the game, little nigga, I knew, oh, I knew that you was a real nigga, yeah. and I just wanna thank you. I just wanna thank you, man, for 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 forever having my back, cause you were. You a real ass nigga. And I for Martrella, shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up, Martrella! Well, fuck you, nigga. I'm doing this for you! Bitch, go hide somewhere. Shasha said they coming back. Alright, nigga, I gotta go. Patricia! Patricia, my wife. The mother of some of my kids. I'll never be able to see her again. Tell, tell that bitch I love her. And my daughter Shakira. Tell Shakira to make daddy proud. And avenge daddy's death. I, I gotta go. I hold on though, nigga. Damn, you got it. You, you gonna survive. Congratulations. And I'm gonna die. Can I get my last words in though? Fuck. Alright, go ahead. At my funeral, I want all my baby moms to be sitting in the front row. I want all my money to be stacked up against the wall behind my casket. Make sure those bitches know they're not getting none of it. Once the funeral was over, so we can save money, everybody gonna pour honey over my casket and then set that shit on fire. Boom, cremation. Bop, save mad money. Then I want some fine ass strippers to twerk to Bone Thugs and Harmony Crossroads while taking my stacks and throwing it on my casket. And if any of my baby mothers try to take the cash, shoot them. It's all good. The pastor already know what's up. And tell my mother I love her, but she can't get no money either. But don't tell her that. Oh yeah.
Ooh, 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 better. All right, even better. Okay. Tell everybody they are getting a chunk of cash before the funeral starts. I want them all surprised when the strippers come out and burn that shit. None of them motherfuckers came to my bar mitzvah, and I took that shit deep. And most of all, <laughs> most of all, stay true to the game, little nigga. Stay true to the game. Wait, the fuck? Where, where did this nigga? Did he leave me? He must have it. He must mm -hmm. have it. He got he it. He must have it, nigga. I got what? The audacity. I don't ever go dumb over no dick. Bitch, I dick. Jupiter. Inner mini, mining mom. Are you my father? Drama. This week, I'm calling myself Sour Patch Kid. Because like them, I can be both sour and sweet. Hey, welcome in. Welcome to the audacity. Yes, yes, yes. Good morning, good night, good afternoon, wherever you are. We are your host. I am Alicia. <laughs> and then we have. Hey guys, what's up? And I'm Rama. Yeah. Yeah. And I is Boom. Jupiter. this via like our group chat mm -hmm. but like yo this past week was like a whole hill and a half what? like every single day was like hey girl good morning waka waka life and it was like oh wow today was supposed to be so simple and then it wasn't like there was just the most so a bitch is recording and editing and then all I wanted to do was just take a two step to the left, but then I end up eight town stopping my microphone, <laughs> and then my cord pops out, <gasps> and it's now broken. Not so now brokenified. So now I send a picture to the group chat. I'm like, y'all, bitch, it's broken. What's gonna happen now? And so I wasn't able to find another cord for like another four days. You know, I just feel like last week was the Lord working mysterious ways. Because like how you had a terrible try, ter terrifying week, mm -hmm. so it was mine. Yeah. Speaking and you know what? It was my own fault. Because I thought 
that I could go back and and, and, and ease on down the Olympic road hmm. to you know, 18. That's what Dorothy said. You know, with Toto and them, mm. and experience, you know, the pandemic. Every time. Huh? You know what I did? It was a tornado. Let me, see, let me see what I did. What happened? I went and I got me a full notebook. <laughs> <laughs> what? I went and I got me a full book. A full The yellow one? The yellow one no, is the it was the watermelon one. It was the... You know, the watermelon... The, <laughs> oh, I can only fuck with one. the watermelon one or the fruit punch one. Those are always my shits. But I can't do that. You had me fucked up on the bus. All for Loco Jupiter. Do you remember I remember. Ooh, exclusive. It wasn't just for Loco, though. Like, it was for Loco and Georgie. That's disgusting. And maybe a thotty. Why did y'all do that to me? <laughs> we did it to ourselves. It was Ooh. life. It was life. Oh, I was so fucked up. That's all. From New York City, it's the Wendy Williams Show. I'm great. Let's get into it. It's time for Hot Topics. I said move the rock. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Wow, guys. It's a brand new week, and we got a lot to talk about because a lot has happened this weekend. My weekend was great. How was yours? So guess what? This weekend, he came back. Everyone had a lot of food. My fridge is stuffed with the plastic containers. Just stuffed. But you know what? He came back, though. <laughs> so moving on to this week of Hot Topics. Let's get into it. So over last week, uh, National Geographic released a, a biopic that was actually being boycotted by the Aretha Franken family, her grandchildren, and her relatives, not to watch it, but it came out. And I watched. Did, did you guys watch? Clap if you watched. Ooh, wow. Just one person. Norma, did you watch? Yes, I did, Wendy. Yeah? Me and my glasses. You know, it was it was a lot to take in, you know? They they, they really they really put it out there. They put all of her business out there. They didn't sat there and splattered out that she had a kid at 12, that, you know, she had another one like a year or two after, and, you know, that she was in a lot of uh, a lot of relationships, and she was, they, they portrayed her like she was a nasty woman. And you know what? It, it, it just doesn't look good for the Aretha Franklin, um franchise, the character of the queen. But you know what, Aretha? We still love you here at Wendy. Give it up for Rita Franklin, y'all. Yes! Yes, give round applause. Moving on. Next, HBO dropped a documentary on Tina Turner, and I must tell you, I did watch it. It was delightful. Very tastefully done. They got into the life story. They got into the, you know, because her story, it had a very terrible beginning, but she's living a beautiful life now, and it makes you feel like, you know what? There is justice after all. So if you have time, check out that Tina Turner documentary on HBO or HBO Max because it's a good documentary about this story. 
moving on to the next topic. Let's get into it. How much time do we have left, Mormon? Two seconds starting now. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, so, so let's get into it. So, guys. Have you heard that Meghan Markle's father is trying to sit down with Oprah Winfrey? Mm-hmm. He's trying to give the lowdown dirty scoop. Now, I don't know what scoop it is, what can be more dirty than what Megan and Harry done dropped on Oprah already. But you know what? I kind of want to know. Because I heard about that family. I heard they turn up, and they give it to you raw. And you know what? Because he's a father, he's an older man, I know he got a story. And Oprah, if you don't take it, I will call me Megan's father. Hit up the Wendy show. www.wendy at gmail.com. That's w. Mm. Oh. I hate when you guys do this on the, sh- on the show. They're cutting us, guys. They're telling me it's time for commercial. I hope you guys like this week of Hot Topics. See the next week for the Wendy Williams show. Have a good day. Love ya. Mwah. Do you want to be a queen? Do you want to be a queen? queen. girls giving what the girls is giving because the girls is giving it what did she just say hey y'all my name is sparkle i'm 22 years old and i come all the way from the nyc the bx to be exact a boogie mm-hmm i am the queen to be everybody knows me in new york i do everybody's hair everybody's makeup i have over 500,000 followers on instagram yeah, these other bitches can already go home because the crown is mine and the check too. Period. Oh my god, hi! Oh my god! Hi, I'm New Year's Sparkle, Eve. nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Can you believe we are here? We made it to the queen. Someone's coming. Everyone wants some light in their life. Screw me in. I got you. <laughs> Work. Hey, lady. My name is Lightbulb. I'm 25 years old. I'm from San Francisco, California. I've been doing drag for years, and I'm really happy to be here for a chance to compete with some of the best of the best. So I love this look. What is it? Girl. Light bulb. Where do I start? She looked a mess. I think she should have invested in a light bulb for her closet. I was trying to figure out her new outfit, silver rocher skirt, and an eggshell because it wasn't a white top. I just got it. She's a light bulb. Camp. A few olives and a little lime. Martini Rashawn is an honest dime. 
bitch. Oh what are you God, doing here? Oh, my God. I'm Martini Rashawn, I'm 26 years old from the ATL. I'm so shocked to see my sis in New Year's Eve in the workroom. That little bitch didn't tell me she's auditioning. <laughs> ATL, everybody knows I'm like the party. You wanna party like a shot class? Call Martini. So you two know each other? Yeah, we came up in the scene together, that's my sis. Yeah, you didn't tell me you was gonna be here. Oh, you hit that good, bitch. Bitch, you kept that secret good. Yeah, that's gonna be annoying real quick. And I, oh, oh, real quick. Okay, two ATL queens, one New York City queen, and one Cali queen. I wonder who's coming next. Oh, bitch, somebody's coming. <laughs> Snort it or swallow it, bitch. Coconut is in the motherfucking house. Hello, I am Coke Onot from New York City, bitch. And I knew these girls weren't ready for me to step into the workroom. I'm a big bitch with a lot of titty and a whole lot of heart and a whole lot of throat. <laughs> well, I can't say that. Why? Another New York City queen. Okay, love you got That's one. That's coconut, two. bitch. You better work. I know her. The whole world runs the NYC. Yes, coconut. You better work. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Yeah, New York in the house. <laughs> now listen, I know coconut from NYC. Let me tell you, she she's a she's a beautiful girl, but you know that bitch don't stop talking. Just want to talk, 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 talk. That's all. That's all coconut want to do is talk. That's just fucking annoying. Mm -hmm. Oh wow! You know, as we're sitting in the workroom and all the girls are coming in, you know, I noticed that coconut. You know, she's just she's just very excited. You know, she's a chatty one, isn't she? Oh my god, baby girl, tell me yeah. about this outfit. I am loving it. Ooh, yes. Oh my god, thank you. Well, uh -huh. I made it from well, my outfit. It's inspired by Pootie Tang. Okay. Get into it. Oh, made oh. by she herself. Oh, what a time. Okay. Sapata. So Who Okay. Mm. <laughs> Who made your outfit? Was well, it me? Nope. <laughs> it's all right, girl. You going home anyway, though. Ooh. I think these girls are going to love me. Pop goes the tongue pop, and so does my champagne. <laughs> hey, y'all. I'm champagne. Pop. Straight from the ATL. We may be known for our STDs, but baby, we're also known for our fierce drag. <laughs> My God, hey y'all, hey. hey uh, <gasps> Girl, I walk in, and the first thing I see is this bitch, Martini Rouchon. And bitch, I almost popped the blood vessel in my forehead. <laughs> good thing I just got both. <laughs> I mean, good thing my jeans are so good. <laughs> yes, the Rashawns and the ATL Pops have a rocky history. Ask the ball spot in the back of Martini's head. We made it, bitches! Champagne. Martini. You look good. Thank you. So do you. How's the boss pot? What?
Let me pack my bags and jet in. What the fuck did this bitch just say? Some dumb shit. My name is Jet. I'm 25 years old from Ramsware, Ohio. All the queens know me over there. I'm infamously known for performing at Envy with an E. I bring the light to the party and I give a hood show. Hey, ladies. You look so fabulous. Cough. Now this bitch done walked up in here with a paper plane on the top of her head and a simple silhouette. And here go New Year's Eve lying to this bitch, talking about she look good. She look campy! If the category was camp, th then I guess so. Yes, camp. I'm giving camp. Yeah, so I was saying. Oh my god. Go. The host is coming. Let's go. Let's go. It's the host. Hey trolls. Welcome to the first season of The Queen. Seven queens enter the workspace to compete for their chances to be crowned the queen of all queens. The winner will receive a cash prize of $10,000 and a half a year's worth of cosmetics from NYC Girl and a spread for Corona Magazine, the face of the pandemic. Are you hags ready to get this shit started? All right, trolls, grab your tools and let's build that bridge. Question. Do you get pressed easily? Oh my God, girl, your dress is so beautiful. What the fuck did you just say to me? Me, 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 me. Does your breath stink? Bitch, do you eat ass? Cause it smell like it. Does your foster mother constantly remind you that she doesn't love you? Foster child number four? I don't fucking love you. At all. Like ever. Well, that sounds like a personal problem. Ha! Ha! My name is Cassandra Moore, and I'm a cunt. I'm horrible to have at parties. Yes, yes, because I was on the subway the other day, and these people are so fucking disgusting, you know. Everybody's supposed to wear a mask. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to need all of y'all to shut the fuck up. Especially that fat white bitch right there. Ooh, bitch, you just pointed in the mirror and pointed at yourself. Fucking fat bitch. Okay, first of all, who the fuck I also don't do well at speeches. Well, here we are. Look at God. What can I say? You got pregnant in high school, and yet there are no 10-year-olds running around on the dance floor. So, clearly, you're pro-choice. Ha! You have hepatitis A, even though you got an F in remedial math. I, <laughs> I can't make it up. You drove drunk and put me in the hospital after my quinceanera, and after I got out of high school, told the Mexican girls at my school that I had a quinceanera so they could jump me. Looking back at it now, yes, yes, a white girl having a quince is problematic, but damn it, I love Selena. <laughs> but you know what? If they hadn't jumped me, I wouldn't have met and married my rich doctor husband that fixed my jaw. And I know what you're thinking. No, I was not 15 when I met him. I had my quinceanera for my 23rd birthday. Anyway, congrats on the marriage, sis. Ooh, I used to think that I would end up dying alone. But now, there's an answer. Shh, bitch, chewing gum. Chewing gum with a burst of flavor so good you can't help but shut the fuck up. Just watch. 
Yes, yes, because I was on the subway the other day, and these people are so fucking disgusting, you know. Everybody's supposed to wear a mask. Why do you get in the subway? Why do you get in the subway, and they fucking, um... See what I mean? What I wanted to say was, oh my god, bitch, shut the fuck up before I kick you in the throat. But nope, not with shh. Chew and gum. Get yours today. Shh, bitch, chew and gum. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Can we talk about this Wendy Williams movie now? Yes. <laughs> Wendy Williams. Get us a Wendy. So, for all of you guys, hopefully you guys have all seen it by now, the Wendy Williams movie, which Please. came out at the end of January, uh, with a, also a two-hour documentary. Did you guys get to see that? Yes, I, I, I watched it. Fuck. I said yes. I get to see it. So basically, it. Wendy went over and spoke about her life in the movie. Yes. I was like, that's what he was talking about. Yes. So let's get into it. So the movie starts. She's in her childhood. Mm -hmm. And she's talking about basically her um, issues with weight, which I look at now. It's like, girl, you weren't even a a heavy kid. Like, they were putting Mm -hmm. that shit in your head. But um, the issues with her weight. She's just just built big. She's a tall girl. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's like, there are just some people that just have that build it's, it's naturally. It's genetics, guys. Yeah. But not everybody is a Coke bottle girl. Yeah. You know what I and mean? so not it's so annoying. Like, but I right. will say, that scene, when they were doing musical chairs, <laughs> and that little girl tried to jump at that chair, and it sounded like that bitch hit a brick wall, that shit was so fucking funny. It said, doof, oof. Like... <laughs> And the thing is, the actress that they chose, she's a tiny girl. Like, mm-hmm. and so that's why I was confused, just because I'm like, this girl is tiny. Let tiny, me see what Wendy tiny. looked like at this age. And then I actually saw Wendy look like, and I'm like, that shit made it even funnier. <laughs> because she was probably the tallest fucking girl in that party. Right? <laughs> right. right? Oh my like, God, that shit was oh. funny. So then, flash forward... From the childhood. Yeah, so her childhood, she finished being picked on. Mm-hmm. Everyone was making fun of her. Um, Including her, her, si- her family. Including her mother. Her Messy. mother was embarrassed when the chair broke. The chair did break um, at, the, at the musical chairs. And, you know, that was that. And then flash forward to adult Wendy. And she's talking about her college days. How, you know, mm-hmm. she wants to be on the radio. And her dream is to come to New York City. That's her thing. She wants to come to New York mm-hmm. and be a big star out here. That was her dream. Yeah. Um, what she's doing now. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into her career with her first job. Mm-hmm. Which she gets, it. like, yeah. shortly after college. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's working in Washington, D.C. And... She's doing well with it, but she's having a rocky relationship with her superior and her co-workers. And um, she also reveals that she developed a coke habit. Mm. So that was another big thing that I didn't know about Wendy Williams, like ever having a substance abuse. What? Yeah, I didn't know that until I watched the movie that she had any... Uh, nothing beats the... Um, well, Whitney Houston died. Mm. Mm. But we'll get into it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, and that was the thing. It's like, you'll see that on, like, shows, like, with the radio and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. even a little, like, a couple of times on the talk show. Where people will say, like, some flick shit where it's like, and, like, you should know, where it's like, 
bitch, we all know like what you were doing like right. behind the scenes. You know what I mean? It's like everyone knew about it. So everyone. she's she's doing her thing. Mm-hmm. She ends up getting a interview with an artist that was doing okay in the charts. Like he was a one hit wonder. Um, the song that he had at that time, like, peaked at number eight, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, because from the movie, like, it seemed like he was more famous than yeah, he really she was. Yeah, she made it seem like he was, like, yeah. number one, like, the it guy. Like, can you song. believe that, like, Ritty Ricky? I don't know what the fuck. Right. And it's like, <laughs> girl, he wasn't popping. Right. But, um, he takes her back to his hotel because he was supposed to have, like, an album listening party later on. Um, they both do coke together, and then he ends up sexually assaulting her. He ends up raping her. Um, and she kind of takes that in, goes back into work where it's like, I still know what my goal is, and I'm going to get this done. What I don't think a lot of people realize is that Wendy basically got a promotion every single year. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Since she started after college. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so she ended up getting a job in Queens on the weekends. And I think it was like a midnight show. And so she would go back and forth from Washington, D.C. to Queens um, in order to have both shows happen. Eventually, she got a full-time gig at the job Mm -hmm. that she was doing with Queens. And that's what ended up becoming Kiss FM, which... I didn't listen to the radio a lot, but when the radio was on, on, it was on Kiss FM. Yeah, I grew up Um, also on Kiss FM. Shout out to my granddad. And I did not know that she was on Kiss FM. Kiss FM was a thing. I remember Kiss FM was so big to the point where even the Kiss Cabs came out. And it was like, they were like, uh, they had a thing with Kiss FM. Like, they would advertise them. Kiss they would have parties. <laughs> they would have boat parties. Yes. They would like have yeah. like, random nights. It would yeah. be crazy. Old school. Old school New York shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she ends up getting to a point where it's like she gets fired. And so then she's like, okay, I gotta make this New York shit happen. Mm-hmm. And so now she's posting out at this New York radio station where her inspiration works out. So that she can get a meeting with the guy that runs it. Mm-hmm. She's able to get a substitute position. And then while she's doing it, she basically just starts throwing out mad like tea about shit. Right. Throwing up mini villa like vanilla. And then the boss is looking like he about to shit his pants. Right. And but he's like, we it. don't do this here. But, but it's revolutionary. It. And then, yeah. And then she goes, the people deserve to hear this. And it's like, <laughs> no, they don't. Right. <laughs> That's one. But then that's all she needs to say for him to go, it's revolutionary. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Let's talk shit. That's how it happened, girl. And, um, yeah. Through that, she's able to secure her own show. Very shortly after, the bosses get exchanged where someone else takes over. And she's now co-hosting with two other people, which then transitions at some point into her being by herself. Like, they do not make that clear. Yeah. Um, but her bodyguard is slipping her coke with her food. Mm-hmm. And mm. her assistant is just, like, living his life, I guess. Um, 
Right. Living he lost me and hold her down when the girl from Total came to fuck her up. Whoa. He left her right inside the building. He surely hauled the fuck ass right but, back inside. Yeah. Like, oh. So let's talk about Wendy's early relationships. Um, tell it, tell it. So Wendy dates Eric B, who was... The infamous. The infamous Eric B, who was the DJ of Rakim. Mm-hmm. You know, hip-hop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, Eric B and Rakim. Mm-hmm, she dated mm-hmm. the Eric B portion. So, but Eric B is obviously a fuckboy. You know, she rents him a car. He fucking has that shit. Then the cops is looking for her. Honey, the cops was looking for Wendy, honey. Mm Then fucked up her credit. Then fucked up her credit. In a year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just threw the keys down. Mm. Terrible. Terrible. And And he lied to her. Lied. And then what happened? Alicia, tell it, girl. Tell it. What happened next? (laughs) (laughs) And then, well, she breaks up with him. Oh, no, she he takes her car. He t- Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, told, he, he took yes. her car, and he, he, he lied, because she was like, are you going to be back by 5, five o'clock? o'clock? So I can go to work. And he and was like, like, yeah, I'll be back. Right. Had her ass sitting there in the fucking, in the, um, the foyer. Bitch almost took a cab. Let me just say, though, that outfit she was wearing in that scene was cute as cute. fuck. Mm-hmm. Cute. And I want it. Like, I want that outfit. That shit was cute. I will say, was it wardrobe. a denim, denim, denim? Wardrobe. Was it, was it a denim, denim, denim? No, because I think the bottoms were like a, a khaki. Like, there was some khaki going on with denim, mm-hmm. and then I yeah. think there was like a white base shirt. And right. Like, yes, 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 yes. No, yeah, she looked cute as fuck. Yeah, the wardrobe on that set was flawless, Yeah. So. Couldn't say that much about her first season. Shout out to that. And shout out to that actress. Sherry. You should. Sherry Payton. You should just have. Yes. You should just be Wendy forever. She did such a good job. Yeah, just Sherry, let me make sure I got it right. She should be a full time Wendy <laughs> That even with her small booty, mm-hmm. it was still bigger than Wendy's. Right. Like, that's how. Because <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, her butt is small too. But she still got more, more butt than Wendy, Wendy does. <laughs> Sierra, Sierra Payton. Sierra. Carla Sierra, you're amazing. You did amazing in that movie. Yeah. Shout outs to you, girl. She did do a really good job. I fucked with her. She had like the like the voice intonations like right. Like it yes, didn't feel the like accent, it was like, yeah. Uh, yeah. The wig. It was alright, Sierra. Yes, it was alright. We did Fuck that. It. I don't know whose decision it was to do that scene where they were fucking on the bed and she had her leg posted up on the wall. But whoever made that decision, I don't like you because that was so messy. Um, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Like, she... <laughs> and I believe that Wendy's that messy. I All believe right. she did that position. She probably was like, yeah, do that. Just because. And it probably didn't even feel good. Like, she, her, her leg was probably hurting like mad crazy when Not she woke extension. up that next morning. But she did it just to be I'm able to say she I'm surprised she ain't could. cramp up in the moment. Because in the moment. Because Wendy uh, lazy. Like, yeah. You think shit. Wendy's lazy in bed? You think she's a lazy lay? No, I think, I think Wendy's a good time. I think yeah. she's a good time. I think she's a good fucking think, time. Yeah. And, you know, I'm so glad for her, you know, with her new situation, she doing, she's dating that um that guy from her show. She met oh. somebody, yeah. She had a little dating show. It was called Date Wendy. She met somebody. His name is Mark. He's a white oh, man. Mark. Mm-hmm. Mark's him. a white man? She chose him, yeah. She chose him. Okay. She likes him. She likes him. She, she talks about him every single fucking day. I've been watching the show. Wendy, I hear you. 
She talks about him every day. All right. Every day. You know. Uh, I get it. It's because, you know, she's, you know, But it's because of this Kevin situation. Yes, let's get us a movie. I sidetracked. <laughs> but Kevin, oh, he Kevin. came into Wendy's life. He met her in the club, sent her a pack of matches. And he didn't even speak to her. Sent his her. friend. Yeah. With a pack of matches. With his phone number on it. And then when she looks over to him, he grilling the fuck out of her. <laughs> looking like Suge Knight about to hang vanilla ice out a window from his ankles. Like, like mad creepy. What are you doing? Like, was that attractive? Like, like mating call? I feel like for Wendy, it is right. though. Because it's the thing. Hood niggas are a type. There are women, yeah. whether they want to admit it or not, they love them a ratchet ass, fuck boy ass, hood ass nigga that's about some dangerous shit. Mm-hmm. And so they'll see some shit like that where it's like, oh my god, he literally he'll punch me in the face, and I like that. I like that. Like, <laughs> I don't necessarily like the action, but the aesthetics are the nice. The aesthetics. <laughs> I mean, I'm I not gonna will lie. say the aesthetics. I think we all do that because it's like we all like a little hood boy. We all do. We're all shit. Like, look at me and, and I... intimidate me. Like, why you stare at me? Like, I want to look like, at you and ooh. ask you why you stare at me, but I don't because you look you scaring the shit out of me. Right. Like. Do that. Like, what you looking at? That ass. <laughs> like, what are you looking right. at? That ass. And you get that shit all the time. Let's talk about these niggas. <laughs> you get that shit Ooh, all the time. Oh, let's time. do it. Oh, my God. They are out here. They're, in the, they're, in, they're in the bodegas. They're in the hallways in your building. They're in the shadows. Bitch, they in your bed. Texting us yes. while you sleep. Yes. So... Like, yes, cut it out. Was talking about can you cut fuck my out. dick, and the whole time he laying next to you like that is like, just uh, yeah. uh, that. It's the, the truth. It's the, the audacity. audacity. Y'all want to do DL stories? Cause oh, I got sure. one. Listen, <laughs> I got one. I don't have a DL story because she don't got no DL story. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. What girl you turning out? <laughs> okay. Tell it. So. There's this guy, and I met him, like, years ago. Mm-hmm. I was, like, chilling in the park, writing shit, and then we just ended up talking, blah, blah, blah. But then nothing really happened like that. So fast forward to maybe, like, either last year or year before last. We end up finally being able to chill or whatever. And we in his car. We about to mess around and do shit. And just as we start, his phone start ringing. Mm. But then... He has some type of thing on his car where the car automatically answers the phone. What? And so it rings for like half a second and then just stops. And then all you hear is this chick's voice booming through the phone. And she's like, where are you? I saw you when you pulled off in the car. Because he was trying to say he was at a barbershop. And she's like, I saw you when you left. You and I in no fucking barbershop. Blah, 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 blah. I know you cheating. And then apparently the night before she wanted to have sex with him. And he deaded her and said that he was tired. And the fucked up thing about it is that night I was chilling at the pier, working on some music and listening to K-pop. And that nigga definitely was texting me to see if I could sneak into his building so that we could hook up in his laundry room. Mm. So it's like, you wasn't tired. Shit. You just didn't want to fuck this bitch. And so she was already tired about that. And so he's basically like, bitch, like like, he was mad drunk last night and I didn't want to do it. And also you don't suck my dick. And so I'm literally like looking back and forth between him (laughs) and the speaker. (laughs) 
<laughs> where I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? And then what makes it worse is that he's really going back and forth with this bitch, where she's basically telling him, like, nigga, there's no way that you at the barbershop. I know you cheating because you stay doing this. I know what's happening. Stop lying to me. And he's really arguing with her. And I'm like, I'm sitting right next to you. Like, your dick was, like, two inches from my mouth before she called. <laughs> you cheating on her. Why are you arguing with this bitch? <laughs> let her rock. Let her go off on you. And then hang up the fucking phone. Because I don't need to listen to your marital right. problems. So it was just so uncomfortable because I didn't see that shit coming. <laughs> Mind you, full on daylight. Like... <laughs> Like, he hit like me up 7 early. Like, like, maybe, like, 11. And oh, it's no. just like, why is this happening? <laughs> 11 a.m., mister, you not know, what barbershop? I'm at 11 o'clock in the morning, mister, you not know barbershop. You can't have better a lot of that. And like, what the fuck time did you leave to the point that she needs to call you where it's like, nigga, there's no way. There's no way you can be at the barbershop. Exactly, because I walked around the corner and you're not at the barbershop. I just right. went to the corner. <laughs> I'm at the bar. FaceTime me. <laughs> I'm at the barber shop. <laughs> oh my god. Child. Stop that it, is child. Wild. But this is what I will say though. I think that part of what contributes to it happening so much is that there is a bias on men experimenting with their sexuality, whereas mm. there isn't with women. Women. Mm-hmm. With women. Oof. Them exploring with their sexuality, them having random hookups with girls or making out with girls at party that's mm-hmm. sexualized, it's fetishized, mm-hmm. like it's supported. Whereas right. with men, mm-hmm. they get judged. It's it not automatically like, means it's... that you're gay. Like it just, it's over for you in that book. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Unless you're in a circle where it happens with like a friend where both of y'all just know to like not say shit because y'all friends. Mm-hmm. And so it's like it don't happen. Whereas it's like that shit didn't happen, but like it was fun. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So, it's hard, which is what makes people sneak around mm-hmm. and what makes that shit happen. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, though I can understand it, it doesn't make it right that you're doing that while you're in a relationship. Because to me, cheating is cheating. Cheating is cheating is cheating. Like, there it is. Right. Like, mm-hmm. If and then you also, are, but mm-hmm. like not being honest, not being, not living in your truth is also like, it's like, damn, like, okay, like if you wanted to experiment, if you are bisexual, like why do you, why, and I'm somebody that you love and that you confide in and we have had intimate moments, like That's besides right sex, like if you're in a relationship with someone, you've spoken to them a million times and they've right probably there. told you about everything, their dad abusing them and them going through traumatic experience and you guys share that, but why wouldn't you feel comfortable enough You would be me? very surprised with how many people are uncomfortable finding out that their partners are bisexual, especially bisexual. Mm-hmm. Like bisexual people get it really fucking they hard. They do. Like, they mm-hmm. get it really they hard. They do get the, the short end of the stick yeah. a lot of the time. Because there's that one perspective where it's like, um, for some women, it would feel worse knowing that they were cheated on with a man than it would being cheated on with a woman. Which is wild. Which doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, because a guy can fuck, like, 27 women, and the girl will take you back. Like, she'll, right. she'll take him back, but you have sex with a guy six years ago. And then it's like, oh, that's like, it. six years ago before we you even knew. You had sex with a guy. You had to suck his dick. Yeah. You had to suck his dick one yeah. time. Oh, my God. 
you he, gay. You gay. gay. <laughs> and tell everybody in the neighborhood, yeah. all the friends, don't yeah. come in because you told me he sucks on his own dick. <laughs> oh my God. Like, it's, it's so true. The Six years ago. Like, yeah. I can understand the, the insecurity behind it. Yeah. I can understand, especially if you are someone where you are like, like DK straight passing. And you are surrounded by a group of friends where all of your friends are heterosexual. Mm -hmm. You could say that and then lose your entire friend group, group. depending on the people that you have around you. Now, you can easily have the perspective where it's like, well, if they do dead you, then they didn't deserve to have you have a friend. Mm -hmm. But not everybody's going to have that mind state. Mm -hmm. All you're going to be thinking in the moment is like, I lost everybody that I fucking Especially if you're a younger age too. Especially if you're younger. That's why I was like, I never fucking like even uttered even though, like, everyone kept fucking making it an issue, like, for some reason, my fucking sexuality was, like, the hot topic that mm-hmm. everybody wanted to know about. And it was like, why are you so bothered by what the fuck yeah. I'm doing and who I'm fucking with and, like, why is it even in your fucking business? But I never, I knew that I couldn't say anything about it or, like, even fucking admit anything about it until I was in college because these motherfuckers was telling everybody... Fuck it, it was like, it was in, um, this is when AIM was a thing. It was in all the chat rooms, oh it was God, in AIM. AIM. People were fucking, um, printing out, like, you know, transcripts of the conversations and bringing it to school the next day. Yes! 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 All because they were, and the thing is, y'all motherfuckers are miserable as fuck now because I see y'all. Motherfuckers are miserable as fuck now and, like, are so fucking, like, bored and tired with their lives that they had to fucking sit there and try to make someone else's life miserable and make themselves feel better. And it's like, at the end of the day, it ain't do you, it ain't do you well. It didn't. Remember when we were talking about high school parties yeah. last week? And I told you how I went to that party and the minute the lights went off and I saw the niggas cross the wall, I left? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's probably, like, ten minutes in. With me being there for ten minutes... I got there to school the next day, and some bitch that I didn't even know went around telling people that I was at the party dubbing on this dude that I also didn't know, because mm-hmm. he was the only other one in our grade that was like obviously gay. Mm-hmm. And so she went around telling people that we were dubbing on each other at the party. I have never met this chick a day in, in my life. Yeah. life. Like, I literally had to walk around the school asking people who this bitch was so that I could find her class and press her. Like, yeah. it, like I didn't know who she was. And then I had to find this dude and meet him. And I was like, oh, okay, nice to meet you. Apparently, I was dancing with you at the party. Like, it was just right. so fucking weird. Right, 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 right. <laughs> For me, my thing was, it was, um, yeah, it was just someone being nosy and fucking concerned about it. And it was all, it was basically just based off how I spoke because my tone was very high pitched. Mm-hmm. And then how, um, I walked, or how they thought I walked, was apparently I had a switch in my walk, and everybody fucking, like, had a problem with that. So, I'll never forget, it was one day, we came back from, like, fucking lunch or whatever, and, like, two girls, like, one of the girls, she started acting, like, oh, are you gay? And I, my defense mechanism was, like, no, bitch, are you a lesbian? Like, why the fuck you ask me that? Yeah. And then they fucking went and made that a thing, like, oh, yeah, he's gay, don't talk to him, yada, 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 and that was a thing. I remember there was a day when, um... I had gotten really, like, upset about it, and, like, I, I was crying about that shit, and she met me in the elevator, like, and she was like, oh, yeah, forget about it, like, leave it alone, and it's like, no, bitch, like, you really fucking started this shit, like, what yeah. do you mean forget about it, like, these people were fucking talking about me, Yeah. what the fuck do you mean forget about it, yeah. like, no, so I went, and, like, I did, like, a, um, a fucking journal entry, because this is when I was, like, very fucking, like, into, like, 
writing shit down. And I did a journal entry and I wrote down whatever. And then I had printed it out and I was like telling my friends about who I thought were my friends about it. Mm-hmm. And then they found that I had it and these bitches went back and told the chick like, oh yeah, he wrote about you and he has it. He's gonna fucking tell people, uh-uh. And, they, and that caused like a big ass fucking thing. Like, oh, why the fuck are you writing about me? I told you to forget about it, but you want to forget about it. You're gay, you're this and this. Yada, 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 wow. yada. And that became a big-ass thing. And that followed me for my whole fucking high school career. From that. And the thing that's crazy is, if I was to sit there and talk and tell stories about some of the fucking dudes in there that I used to, quote, hang out with or be friends with, y'all wouldn't even, they wouldn't fucking believe, like, the yeah. shit that, that I have, have to say or say or it's tell funny stories on. I've been seeing a thread lately about um, how gay high school locker rooms were. Mm-hmm. And, and it, these are, like, gay kids telling the stories. Mm-hmm. And they would be like, I was sexually assaulted in a locker room so many times by yeah. these guys who would bully me and... Like, I don't know, I don't know shit about that. Yeah, I've, but... got, I've gotten sexually assaulted every single fucking day in high school because I was a heavier kid, I have titties. That was a thing, like, it was a thing, and then they would, like, they used to get off on that shit. Like, it would be, like, a group of about five or six of them that would always just do that shit. That's Come weird. up behind me, like, in the line in the cafeteria, grabbing up on me, like, feeling on me. Like, it was a thing, and they would get turned what? on by that shit. Or, like, it was, like, it was, like, a joke to them, but it's, like, why are you touching me? Like, what the fuck? That is sexual assault. Yeah, that but it's happened. Cool. It's happened like, throughout middle school. I remember there was one kid, oh, my God, and this kid was my friend. I remember I used to go to his house every single day, and I knew mm-hmm. that he had tendencies, but he would never fucking admit it because he was, like, a popular kid. Mm-hmm. And, like, there'll be times, like, I will go to his house at the school every single day. I would be in this kid's bed with him playing fucking video games and keying cuddled up and, like, hugging up on him and shit. And then when it would get too, like, uncomfortable for him, like, the next day, he would be like, oh, yeah, you're gay. He was in my house. He was in my bed. He was all over me. He's this and this. And it's like, but you weren't given that energy yesterday when we were doing that. So why the fuck is right. there a problem now? But this guy was supposed to be, was, like, my friend. Like, and it was it was crazy. Anyway, but they were always, there was always an instance where, like, I had to deal with that shit from middle school until, like, the end of, um... Of high school. Mm-hmm. That was just a thing. It was a thing that I dealt with. I, I fucking... I normalized it. I'm like, okay, this is what it is. This is what it is. Because I, I also, like, I was I was also the kid where I wasn't fucking sexually active or intimate with anybody until, like, my... I was 21. Like, mm-hmm. I stayed to myself. Like, I kept to myself because I didn't feel... Con- like, I felt like no one wanted to touch me. Mm-hmm. And at, this, but at the same time, I'm fucking getting touched every single fucking day. Right. Like, so it was weird, you know? Yeah. I didn't date, I didn't, um, and then also my body was also a subject. Even so, like, my, the people who are my friends, I think about now, it's like, you were my fucking friend. Like, how the fuck are you my friend? You're asking me every single day about my penis. How does it look? How big it is? Yes, how big it is. And because I didn't want to tell you, oh, yeah, you have a small dick. This and like, that, those are conversations that were, that were had, that I would get. It's so as, funny like, because... Those questions were brought up, but it was brought up with the other gay guy. Mm-hmm. And he indulged in it. And mm. there was a long time where, even though I didn't have a problem with him, he would make me uncomfortable because even though I've always enjoyed, like, dark comedy and, like, inappropriate shit and all that stuff, it's just, like, if I just felt like he was just projecting shit just to be able to do enough to fit in. Yeah. And so it's like he would just be showing pictures of his dick and stuff like what? that. And, and it was just like, I'm just like, why are you doing this? Yeah, like, right. this is not necessary. But it's also like, it's like, 
our female friends let us see their titties. It's like, right. I've seen so many of my girlfriend's titties. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it was different where it wasn't like they weren't doing it in order to be oppressive, impressive or anything like that. It was more of just the key and just have a fun where it's like, oh my God, I just look at my shits. You know right. what I mean? Whereas right. for him, it's like, he felt like he needed to do that in order to make sure that the attention on him was more of like a what? Mm-hmm. Instead of like a faggot. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's like, don't do that. Like, right. don't, like, don't, it's not necessary. Right. Like, I, yeah, we I love you. Yeah. And so, with, because uh, as, like, as a teenager, as high as my sex drive was, I didn't want to have sex. Like, right. there wasn't anyone in the school where I would say, I'm like, oh my God, I want to fuck you. Like, it was never about that. Yeah. Like, I didn't even go into the locker rooms. Like, I would go into a separate bathroom and change in the bathroom. I would would do the same thing. Because I didn't want to be around any of them. You know what I mean? What was was cool about my locker room, um, a lot of the girls were separated. Because we girls, so we don't want anyone to see us. So, it might... Our locker room was so big and so deep. I used to, like, go all the way in the back. My locker, with my lock on it, was all the way in the back, the back and I would change and I would just come out and be ready for gym and they would be like yeah, where the it fuck was, were you? It was always very isolated like, for me because I was thinking yeah. I didn't want to get touched. So it was like I'm not fucking taking my shirt off around you guys mm. so you guys are gonna fucking say hey grope me and like that was a joke yeah. and like it's, it's funny to y'all but it's not yeah. funny to me. Like that was it's not okay. Like <laughs> Yeah I waited until I knew everybody was already in class and then I'd just run into the bathroom and then change and then go into the gym. Yeah. Because if he said anything about me being late, I'd just talk shit. Like, at that point, my mouth was reckless. <laughs> right. But that right. was the thing. It's like, I had gone through it so much by the time I got to high school that by the time I got to high school, I was very... I wasn't with the shits. Like, I was very ready to be combative and, mm-hmm. like, argue. Like, I argued with students. I argued with teachers. I argued with random people on the bus on my <laughs> way home. Like, because I was just so fucking fed up. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? And even with it, as much as I ran my mouth, like, I've never been someone where fighting is something that I've wanted to do. Like, if I need to, I will. Luckily, I've never had to. Right. But it's not what I want to go to. Like, Mm -hmm. I always feel like things can be solved if, like, you actually sit down and have a conversation with someone. Mm -hmm. But, um... I was just so fed up that that was my go-to and I felt like I had to. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so it's just, I would just get into it with fucking who ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, just watch a fucking mouth, yeah. you know, because right. it just started right away. Right. Like, my plan was to keep my fucking mouth shut and, like, just stay in the cut and just try to get through class and get fucking high school finished. Mm-hmm. We had to do a bridge program, which is basically you come in the summer before your freshman year. That's where it started. It was a summer bridge program. And That's where it started. The first period of my first class, it was a math class. And my dumbass makes a decision to raise my hand to answer a question. And the minute I spoke, this chick starts laughing at me. What? Literally. That fast. Yeah, that's how I That fast. It was like, what the fuck's so funny? Then the next class was English. This girl mistake me for a girl. And so she said she... And then I corrected her, and she felt bad. She's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. But then everyone starts laughing, but then this same bitch from math class is the loudest one going off laughing. Like, I really had to go through it with that that one girl. Really? And then if I pressed her, because she was friends with popular people, 
then all of the older guys will come around. That's exactly what happens. Where it's like you happens. say something higher, then like you got a problem with that. That's exactly what happens to me, yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's like literally my first fucking day, my first class in the morning. Mm-hmm. It that already started. Crazy. And the thing about it, so I went through that alone because I went through that shit and I, I, remember I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell my mother. I didn't tell anyone in my family. I went through that shit alone getting fucking like picked on and fucking tortured and bullied every single fucking day just because of how how they thought I was and mind you I never fucking spoke to any to none of the boys in my school mm-hmm. I didn't flirt with any of them I didn't fucking like find any of them attractive that's the thing attractive. yeah like yeah. I was just sitting here it's giving like, myself to them and, and that's how it that's how it is it's like these guys don't want you they're just simply trying to live there going to school is something right. I literally like, have literally to do I'm literally going to school I am a and you're so concerned with me yes. like I don't get it like, like I'm not doing do things this. to bother you I don't care yeah. about you I'm going literally to school to do what I have to do to better myself and you make it why funny why are you so and I remember I bought it to my assistant principal which, um, and I thought it's crazy I still saw it right now on Facebook I bought it to her and I told him like yo like these kids are fucking with me um like, I wrote oh I wrote her um like, a note, and I gave it to her, and then she read it, and she's like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, yeah, they're fucking with me. Like, this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. And they fucking went and flipped it, and made it seem like I was crazy, and I was hallucinating, and, like, it was all in my head that they mm-hmm. weren't talking about me, and this bitch fucking believed them. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah, this bitch fucking believed them. Too. She believed them to the point, and that's what made it worse. It was like, yo, like, I'm telling you, these people are making my life miserable. I'm telling you, instead of me fucking pressing, because I was also terrified of my mother. Of what mm-hmm. would happen if she got a phone call that I was fighting in school. Mm-hmm. That she would fuck me up. Because that was happening on a regular basis. Right. And I was like, I don't fucking want my mom to like fuck me up even more. Right. And then finding out like something's going on with me. So I kept it to myself. And it was like, I bought it to you. I can't tell anybody else. And you're telling me that like I'm fucking lying. It's not true. I'm hallucinating. And then these bitches went and did the same shit again in my senior year and did it again flipped it oh yeah it's just like what happened when in freshman year when he thought we were talking about him we weren't talking what? about it yes and like we'll continue to bully you and it's and like, make like i'm not them. hallucinating this shit yeah. i'm not making this shit up you guys know what the fuck you did it was even a part of one of these chicks um and she tried to befriend me throughout my our, our school and we had like a decent relationship but it wasn't really mm-hmm. anything but i remember we had to do community service at a nursing home and it was her and like another friend who went to like the bigger school because our school was a smaller school in, in, in Truman and this chick went and like made this girl like give me two fake numbers and thought that I was gonna call it I'm not stupid I'm not gonna call the I know these numbers are fake and I don't want the numbers so I threw the numbers in the trash that and then when I saw them again the girl was like too. oh my god you didn't call my number why didn't you call me uh-uh. and I was like I didn't ask you for your fucking number two the shits are fake I don't want them shits like, and you're trying to play with me. I don't fucking, right. like, what the What are you doing? What do you get out of that? What are like, you doing? what do you get out of that? Like, you're sitting here playing with me. And the thing is, y'all are fucking losers now to this day because you guys <laughs> lurk on my Facebook and my Instagram and watch my fucking story. You don't like anything that I fucking post, but you realize that I'm doing well in life and you guys are probably fucking and you're doing miserable. shitty and miserable, and miserable in life because you try to fabulous. fucking sit there and make my life worse than what I was going through. <laughs> and I think that's crazy. So, Eliana, I had Eliana a dime because she found my yearbook. And in my yearbook, <laughs> I was a class president, so I wrote, like, a, a send-off letter to them. And I was uh, like, you know, yes. I was like, you know, like, it was a pleasure. And I was like, hopefully, you know, we'll see each other. But if you don't see me, you're definitely going to see me on TV. And then 10 years later, my ass is on TV. So I know. Like, and here I am. <laughs> so I know for a fact that it's like, I'm meant to do what the fuck I'm meant to do. Like, I spoke, I've been speaking about this shit 
in high school. But it's like, yeah, it's just the, the amount of torture and, like, the bullshit that I went through. Like, there were even times when I would walk into classrooms and, like, just would be walking in and people would just bust out laughing for no reason. And I remember one time I asked, I'm like, are you laughing at me? And they were like, no. Like, what do you mean? What do you like, mean? And staff just was not helpful. Like, oh, they were. So before they like, it started off with like elementary school. It was, you're a girl, you act like a girl, and then it turned into gay, and then it became faggot once I got to Brooklyn. But like, I would go to staff and be like, like, they're messing with me, mm-hmm. and I'd say what they're saying, and then their response is. Well, are you gay? Yeah. Ask what? It. Yes, I've had teachers ask me, like, oh, well, is it true? Like, are in elementary school. What? I'm like, no. In elementary like, school. And so they'll be like, well, are you gay? And then it's like, no. And they're like, okay, so then it shouldn't bother you. And that was the response. Nope. And then they send you off. Why are you letting them bother you if it's not true? If it's not true. You know what I always wonder? So I had a situation in high school where there was a teacher who was outed. And it was like a huge deal and it was it was it was so messy like thinking back on it now like mr redmond you know if you're listening we love you mr redmond we love you mr redmond you know and that was fucked up well what somebody did facebook was popping so somebody found mr redmond's facebook and saw that his profile picture was of him and his husband Mm. and they printed out the picture and they sent it all around our contact unit of mr redmond Oh, that's some Degrassi shit. That's what happened to my senior Yeah, year. and, like, he was outed, and I'm pretty sure there were teachers who probably didn't even know he was gay. Or, wow. you know, because it wasn't a thing to be gay yet. Like, you know what I mean? To be a gay yeah, educator. Especially being a teacher, And yeah. being yourself, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That wasn't a thing, especially in Philadelphia. Right, right. Yeah, right. unless you're, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, I think he, was he algebra or, like, I can't, I can't remember. But, yeah, Mr. Redmond... We're sorry for that. That shit is fucking like, terrible. Yeah, I had one high school teacher that was, like, obviously gay, but it's like he was another one where he would camp it up enough and was strict enough to be able mm-hmm. to avoid certain shit, but there was definitely times where even he was called out of his name, like, by students. And as much as I didn't fuck with him, I also didn't like watching him be, like, disrespectful. Yeah. I remember the you first time I mean? someone called me a faggot, and then they called me that hits my face. I was doing What's on this Island at San San Julian. Hey. And we took a cast photo in, um, like, the, the dance studio or whatever by the piano, and I was sitting on the, um, the little bench in front of the piano, mm-hmm. and everyone else was around us, and I remember um, the picture was hanging on Miss Shapiro's um, office door. Mm-hmm. I remember I was walking by one day, and it was me and my my best friend Anita, um, and we look at the picture, and someone had written "faggot" over my face. <gasps> yes, so that was the first time that I like that someone they never said it to my face, but they read it. They written it. like that they wrote is it wild. over my face. I can't even and then the more fucking thing about it is that the picture never got taken down. So the I picture st- the picture stayed there with that. the word over my face. Until, like, the end of the show, whatever. This, these fucking school staff-ass niggas. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about how 
like fucking toxic school staff is. Like not even like the teachers. We're talking about like the people who control like the hallways, security. Oh yeah. The ladies at the, the instigators. Instigators, like, and they're also losers well, too because it's like you're in a fucking school hyping up yeah. teenagers because yeah, you're, like you're, sucks. Yeah, like you are a <laughs> middle-aged person. Let's get into it. You're getting a check. Why are you befriending a seventeen-year-old? Probably not that much. Let's talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, like teachers being you're, like you're seventeen. Teachers an hour. are underpaid. Let alone yeah, staff. Like you know what I mean. So like. Why are you befriending a 17-year-old and instigating his toxic behavior towards other students? Because they went to high school with their family. Like, I mean, they literally will just pick people just like, yeah. You're 40. Right. Pam. Right, yeah, I see people people in high school now all the time, and it's like, they try to talk to me, and they look the other way like, don't fucking speak to me. Like, I don't fucking know you. My thing is, like, don't talk to me now that you see me in my success. Because when I was nobody or when I was when I was just a regular person, mm-hmm. even though I'm still a regular person, but when I was, you know, a kid trying to find myself, he wasn't fucking with me. So don't try to fuck with me now because you right. see that I'm doing okay. I blocked out high school and back so much mm-hmm. that I've had people walk up to me and, like, say my name full on, like, pronounce it right, like, try to catch up with me, see how I'm doing, and I don't fucking remember who they are from, oh like, a God, hole in the wall. All the time. Like... And I feel so bad where, like, I try to hold conversation as much as possible, mm-hmm. but I'm walking away where I'm like, I have no fucking idea who that is. Mm-hmm. I was on a train and... one time. Oh, my God. That happened. And it was from middle school. And, like, I got on the train, and the person got off the train. They got back on the train and walked up to me, and they were like, yeah, David, right? And I was like, yes. Who the fuck are you? Like, what like, yeah. who are you? And was like, oh, like yeah. are you going to arrest me? I like... went to 892. I'm such and such. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like yeah. okay like hello what are we what are we doing right now like i don't i never spoke to you in middle school i don't know you like what the fuck right yeah like, everyone that i would I want to be in contact with from both high school and junior high school i'm in contact with in some type of way. right right you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, everyone else, like, I would be perfectly fine if I never Without, saw them yep. again. <laughs> exactly. People who I thought I was going to be friends with forever, like, I barely even talk to now. Like, mm-hmm. haven't seen in over 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to Philly, like, a couple weeks ago. Well, end of January. And I had to go on the Roosevelt Boulevard. And I realized, I was like, damn, I haven't been on the Roosevelt Boulevard in a long, mm-hmm. like, years. Mm. And I was like, oh, shit. And it was like very like nostalgic like i was trying to get back to 95 so i can get back on the highway mm-hmm. and i was like i had to like drive down the roosevelt boulevard and like look at the neighborhoods and i'm like wow this was life almost 11 years ago right. yeah. 18 years ago and it's and crazy it's like it feels like like being in it when you're in school it mm-hmm. feels like it lasts Forever. forever and then when you think back to it it feels like the smallest amount of time in your it, life and it was it was only i mean think about it but it wasn't it was like, like when you years. really think about <laughs> it you're born you get like four years of freedom and then you have to be in school for fucking 13 years <laughs> yeah oh you shit. get two months off a year to yourself Right. From the time you're five to the time you're like between 17, 17. and 18. Mm-hmm. That is a lot. 
that is a lot. And then on top of that, Yo, not only are you subjected mm-hmm. to your parents' shit, but you also subjected to strangers. strangers? Yeah. Yes. Strangers who are not even like they don't they're not that well off for you or they don't mean like good for you, like and then have to learn time. shit that most of it you won't have to even take with you once you leave. Yeah. Like, or, like, them fucking complaining and criticizing about their job that she chose. Like, I didn't tell you to be a fucking teacher. If you hate this shit, why the fuck are you teaching? Like, they, you know how many times I've heard, like, shit from pe- from teachers who, because I was a talking of kids. So it was like, oh, yeah, you're not going to fucking be anything, yada, yada, yada. I always know I was going to be entertainer. So it's like, you're saying this shit to me, and it's like... No, you're not anything because you teach you know. Like, let's talk about it. Like, like, your music, okay, like, you're an art history professor, but you teach geometry. Right. Bitch, <laughs> right. it's for a check. I'm sorry that didn't work out for you, but you gonna teach me this geometry. I'm gonna right. talk to my friend. And it's, we can go back and forth. Yes. It's, uh. All right, teacher, yeah, you're here crazy. for a check. Because, like, talk. <laughs> now I was talking about teaching this shit like and I say all the time it's like I don't judge him because it's like I get like the pandemic and shit but it's like one of my teachers from high school works at the fucking 7-Eleven by my job so it's like when I go in there to get snacks and shit it's so fucking weird because it's like you work at 7-Eleven and mm-hmm. I'm a customer swiping my card and you're behind the counter serving me now Listen. so it's like it's so like and it's like that, that means so shit about me a lot like, oh, yeah, you're talking to him. You're not going to be anything. One time he tried, he tried to t- kick me out of his class. And it's like, yeah. I don't judge. And I, talk, I don't talk shit. And it's like, but it's crazy how the tables have turned. Like, you told me I wasn't going to fucking, like, be shit. And you work at 7-Eleven. And so, now you're ringing up my Slurpee. Hello. Can we talk about toxic teachers? Toxic <laughs> teachers. Because I had, my fourth grade teacher kind of changed the course of my life. Because mm-hmm. of how toxic he was. His name is Dr. Shaporian. Mr. C is what he would like his students to call him, and he taught fourth grade at PS 38 in Brooklyn. Okay, this teacher was very, very toxic. Um, I don't know what it was. I don't know if he just really hated kids or just really hated his job, but me as somebody who was very timid and very quiet, very shy, you know, Mm. shy, and... He, I was just a target for him, mm. and he knew like I didn't speak up. He would be like, "Oh my God, speak up, eat it, so everyone can hear you." He was like, "No one can hear you if you're whispering like a mouse, like you like yell shit." Like, and, I, and I'm a child. That. I'm a fourth grade. I'm in fourth grade, so I'm what eight years old. You know what I mean? And it's like math was like a subject that I struggled with and he would always like make me do math shit like in front of everyone and I would like when I would get it wrong he would like scold me that was me too like he would it was like he scolded like he was my father Mm -hmm. and I was like who the fuck is this teacher and I was like so like every I was scared to go to school like and it wasn't even like I was being bullied from left to right. I mean, I was. You know what I no, mean? Because yeah, everybody was getting were. fucked in, in elementary school. But I was, I really was, like, socially awkward. Like, I didn't have a lot of friends. Aldora really was my only friend. Wow. Really. So we were separated. So she was in another class now. We That's had the worst spent, when the one friend you have is even in the same class. We had from kindergarten all the way to fourth grade in the same class, and then we were separated. Damn. And, um, yeah, he gave me hell, and especially because I was very socially awkward and I didn't, like, have a lot of friends, and I just chose to be by myself. Ooh. Really picked on me. But! In 2014, I was drunk coming from a friend's event. 
<laughs> and I decided to call myself an Uber to go the fuck back home. Ho ho. And I get into the Uber and we're driving. Nothing is said. You know what I mean? Like, you know, nothing is said. And, um, um, but he's like trying to make small talk. Like he's uh-huh. like one of those Uber drivers. And I'm just like, yeah, he, 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 and then we get to my neighborhood and my elementary school is in my neighborhood. And, um, he was like, oh, he was like, I used to love working in this area. He was like, this area is beautiful. And I was like, yeah, I went to that school right there. Like I just said that, like, you know, we're passing the school. And he was like, I taught at that school. And I was like, oh, really? Like, what's your name? And he was like, I'm Dr. Shaporian. And I was like, you're Dr. Shaporian? And he was like, yes. And I was like, I'm Edith Kent. I'm sorry, I just said my real name on the podcast. You can bleep it out. And he was like, oh my God, like, Edith, Edith, yes, I remember you, Edith. Like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. How, how are you? He was like, you're good. He was like, we should catch up. He was like, my number's on the Uber. You can always send me a text. We can get lunch and da 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 I'm like, if only, I wanted to, to take that phone number Ooh. so I could sit him down and tell him how much he traumatized me as yeah. a child. Right. And how well, I would go. Guess what? You're hearing it now. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, Dr. Shaporian. And we're not bleeping name out either. Oh, God. <laughs> like, he put me through it. Like, yo. And after that, I was bad. Like, after that, when I went to fifth grade and school on beyond, these teachers was getting this lit. Yeah, that was me too. So you not gonna fuck with me, yeah, teacher. That was me too. Once, but all my <laughs> teachers in high school that ever gave me a hard time, they heard my fucking mouth, and that's what that's what yeah. I started becoming like pop, known for was oh he got a fucking mouth on him or whatever. Because yeah. I I remember one time there was one teacher, um her name was Miss Diaz, and I remember yeah we were in the classroom we were sitting there and it was me and this other student and we were like you know having like a little discussion going back and forth, and mm-hmm. then I told him like shut the fuck up. And this chick went and turned around. I was like, David, why don't you take your own advice? Uh, uh. I let the hell. I was like, nobody was talking to you, miss. Like, who's talking to you? This bitch went and called my mother. Uh. <laughs> Yo, it's your boy Puff. And we're finally releasing scenes from the unreleased season of Making a Band. In this clip, you'll get to see our first attempts at doing the cheesecake challenge. Check it out, bad boy. All right, listen up. For your next challenge, you got one hour to cross the Brooklyn Bridge and get me a strawberry cheesecake from Julius. Hey, hey, shut the fuck up! If you're not back in time, you up for elimination. These challenges get crazier and crazier. Cheesecake! Cheesecake! What's next, America? Man, I was about to be over this, but then E-Money ended up inspiring me to keep pushing. Oh, shit. All right. All right, we could do this. We could do this. We could do this, y'all. I Brooklyn Bridge, Juniors, Cheesecake, Weirdness. We got you, Puff. We got you. Let's go, y'all. Let's go. I don't know if it was because E-Money's in here we weren't taking the train or if that nigga is just fake. But we got outside and he flipped the script. Come on, come on. Go man. Home, nigga. You gotta do what you gotta do. You wanna be a star. Nah, fuck You wanna be a star? Nah, you wanna be a star? Shit. Puff the so why are you acting? Like it don't if look you good. You think I'm walking across shit, that bridge? Like, you're you wrong. I'm not doing it. You gotta do No bridge. So come on, let's get this. No cheese. 
The producers ended up talking to Imani and almost convinced him to do the challenge. But then Imani said the only way he would do it was if he could smoke a blunt or drink some honey while we were walking there. <sighs> Makes sense to me. But the producers weren't with it. <sighs> and E wasn't having it. Yes, 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 nah. I understand. Nah, Look, you see, you see, nah. this is what we just talked nah. about. Money. I'm not with it. Sitting here doing I'm not the same it. shit, going off. Now nah, you're not making any sense to me. You look bad. Not making any sense to me. We trying to build a band and build a brand here. Look, I'm telling you, you gotta do that. Doing it out of thousands of people who want this opportunity, and you got this opportunity, you should be fucking it up. Fucking up. They even, they, they even tried calling his wife Sharon to calm him down. Nope. Didn't work. Nah. Nah, Sharon. Nah, fuck out of here. I ain't with this shit. Nah, fuck a suck my dick. I'm not doing this, Sharon. What you mean? I am thinking about the kids. Nah, my nigga. I ain't about to walk no bridge. Unless I smoke some weed, Sharon. But I do love you. But I do love my kids! Sheriff! E-Money ended up popping three blood vessels in his throat from screaming. None of us saw it coming. Hip-hop lost the real one out there. I'm tired of, my, of, of our black rappers. The take is so young. <laughs> He was only 19. 19 in the streets got him. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, did it. Yeah, Bad boy. Take that, take that. Take that, take that. Yeah, uh, uh. He's only a baby. I can't do it. No Bad more. boy. I can't do it no more. Take that. Take, take that. Take me up the industry. I can't do it no more. I can't do it. I don't want to do it no more. She can't do it, y'all. She can't do it. I don't want to do it no take, more. Take it. Take it. Uh, why? We number one. Y'all. Why him? You see? It's because of all this shit. We number one. I talk on these on, the, on these records. Y'all talk uh, about all this uh, good gun popping and all this shit. Y'all know y'all ain't about that shit. Now look. Another baby bus go to the ground. Go in the fucking ground. Cause y'all motherfuckers are tired of your shit. I'm tired of your shit, Diddy. You're tired of your shit. down the block the other day and this fine ass chocolate brother he had to be about 6'2 was walking in front of me dressed in his uniform navy blue shorts you know the ones with just the right amount of kneecap 
and the long sleeve shirt cause it's winter but it's one of the warm days. But he left the top two buttons open, exposing just the right amount of chest hair. Slightly placed to the side of top of your head, pushing along your navy blue mail cart. Cause he worked for the post office. As you leave the last home to drop off mail, you're confronted by the elderly couple in the yard. Me being me, I immediately do what I always do in a commotion. I stand and watch. Canes and walkers waving in the air back and forth. And then all of a sudden, the mail cart goes flying through the air and landed on the side just looking sad. You done threw the mail cart? Really? As it flew through the air, I'm brought back to a time when my ex-boyfriend, boyfriend, not the one before this one, but the one before that one, yeah, him. So I guess he's my ex-ex, yeah, that sounds right, my ex-ex. Anyway, like I was saying, my ex-ex and I used to get into all the damn time and what's love got to do with his style. Speaking of what's love got to do with it. Remember that scene when Loris wanted Angela to eat the cake? And she didn't want no goddamn cake? And the only person that stood up for her was Vanessa Bell Calloway? And he slapped the shit out of her. Sending her flying into the door. You know, Vanessa Bell Calloway didn't tolerate that shit and come into America. But she did him. She slightly got up, and she yelled, Fuck you, Lawrence! You only gotta hit me but one time! I've been there several times. Both the cake and Vanessa Buck Halloway. And honestly, I feel like that now in this moment. In a way, I'm both Vanessa Bell Calloway and the cake, smeared all over Angela's face all over again, thanks to you. Since you chose to throw the mail card across the, 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 the black neighbors, and, and now they all scared. They done called the police, and now look at you, your stupid fine ass is about to get locked up, and I can't get no mail today. Thank you for reminding me that no nigga I said, I said, no nigga should ever smear cake up in your face. And also, fuck you, punk ass bitch. Because of you, my new EBT card was late, and a bitch had cash on it. Anyways, 
when you get out, cause I'm assuming you locked up now, which means you ain't got no job no more, which means you probably never gonna see this. Furthermore, call your girl. We can bake a cake or something. Sisters of the Borough, Cynthia of the Borough, Sisters of the Borough, Bella of the Borough, they woke the categories, trying to snatch a trophy, Sisters of the Borough, of the Borough, the Bronx! You blind minion, mm. explain yourself. I would have gave you a ten, but that wig is fucked. That messed up my illusion. Uh, illusion. This is a human hair straight from the lands of India, where a young woman sacrificed her life so that I could have a glamorous wig to show you today. You wouldn't know glamour if it hit you on the top of your motherfucking head. Look at you. I said what I said. Nine. Fuck you, you overgrown, bald-headed, bug-eyed-looking motherfucking mongrel. What? Take your course.
walk in this category, bitch. What does it look like? Where's the red? Where's the blood? I wanna see it. You see these red stripes dripping. started early. He picked me up from the bus stop with these balloons and flowers. I love me some of him. Oh, let me get a vase for your flowers. Oh, oh. 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 Valentine's Day. <laughs> What's wrong with her? Girl, you know her man, Quandra, left Oh, yeah. I forgot. You all right, girl? Hello? 
last check. Papa, he took my last baby. And I was at the same song, but still. And he gonna leave me for no dasa. You mad? All them times that I went and helped him with his homework. I'm like, yeah, man, did with your stupid ass wedding. Yeah. All them times I made sure he was fat. Unlike your parents do with you, Sandy. Yeah. I still fuck with him even though his hairline was fucked up. Cause it was my hairline. Don't you see I'm grieving? Get those balloons out my motherfucking Wow, Here we go, here we go. It's gang up on Kim time. Make him the bad guy. Bitch, you are the bad guy. Bitch, did you just smack my balloons? Yep. You see, bitch? Oh, yeah. I, I always be quiet taking your bullshit. Bitch, but you not today. I'm in love with Marquise. I can't even spell, so. And your dumbass is sad and lonely. Always trying to steal somebody's joy. You you have everything, Kim. You're popular. You're beautiful. You're a Straight from the light skin devil's mouth. I'll kill you. I'm the bitch. You can have my flowers. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh my God. Seriously? Seriously. Yeah. Cause there's more coming. My man loves me. <laughs> what the fuck is this? You fuck is this butterball bitch doing in this bathroom? This your little clubhouse? Mm. I see you gotta update the place. Mm. Excuse me. You need to use the wash sink. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could. I just came here to let you know that you can have Quandro back. I'm done with it. For now. You motherfucking <laughs> And that's when I said, like, can you just get out my car? Right. Right. Because sometimes you just got to tell somebody to get the fuck out your car. I get so tired out, of getting yeah. kicked out of cars, guys. It happens all the fucking time, you oh know? Oh, my God. And yeah. they don't like stop the car. Oh, other people. Speaking of being thrown out of cars, mm-hmm. I'm gonna miss you guys, but you know what? We only pay the light bill up to a certain hour, and this yeah. is that hour. So we are going to see you next week. But until then, till then, you can catch us at our social medias at E A M K underscore underscore. I am Devon Ramo. And Jupiter and Scorpio. Or you can follow us at It's the Audacity Podcast. And until next week, it has been The Audacity. The Audacity.